I'm Tracy Ellis, and this is The Elephant in the Dome, the official podcast of the Washington State Senate Republican Caucus. Many small Washington stores may be forced out of business by a bill passed by legislative Democrats. The legislation calls for employee background checks and several very expensive security requirements. It forces businesses to buy and maintain costly audio-video surveillance systems with months of data storage and carry $1 million of liability insurance. Senators John Braun, Linda Wilson, Keith Wegener, Perry Dozier, and Phil Fortunato say only one type of small business would be targeted in this way gun stores this is about political power we saw the same comment from the seattle times we can extract a price we don't like that industry so we're going to extract a price this bill doesn't do the things they claim the idea that this is somehow going to make our state safer let's be clear this bill will do nothing absolutely nothing to make our state safer. The firearms bought in, in, through legal means are not the firearms used in violence, and that's well recorded. What this bill does is what governments do best. It regulates, and it regulates to punish. It requires additional training. It requires a video monitoring. It requires auto uh, monitoring. It plays kind of fast and loose with our very laws about privacy as a way to hold, you know, punish, punish folks who want to be in this business. Extra retention requirements, extra insurance requirements, extra physical security requirements. None of these things are things that will actually make people safer. What it will do, it will drive folks out of business. It will create a black market in our state that will make folks less safe. We'll no longer have the ability to track where weapons come from because people will find other markets. We, we can look at lots of examples in our history. When government intervenes to make, that, make a scarcity, people find other ways. They're not all legal ways, but they will find ways, and there will be ways that do not make our state safer. This is a wrong-headed bill that will not make us safer, will drive folks out of business, and ultimately, I think, uh, will be found unconstitutional. But in the meantime, the people of our state will suffer as a result. Imagine if these onerous regulations were extended to the sellers of other products that can harm, like cars, or knives, or alcohol, or cannabis. I wonder whether anyone in this chamber would stand up to support that. Yet in this bill, the legal sellers of this specific legal product are being singled out for inequitable treatment. Firearm dealers already have specific, substantial federal requirements. Failing to follow these requirements will land them in prison, likely for 10 years with a fine of $250,000 every day and every time they violate them. Here's my theory. There are people who simply don't want firearms in our state, but they can't legally confiscate these firearms or regulate them out of our hands. So instead, we get a bill like this, which targets the other side of the equation, the supply side, a bill that stands to ruin an industry and thousands of jobs, all the while violating the first, the second, the fourth, the fifth, and the 14th amendment of the Constitution of the United States. Even gunsmiths are caught up in this bill who are most likely to work out of their own homes. So now, 
This bill is intruding and mandating surveillance inside a private residence. This is still America, and the Constitution still affords us inalienable rights, but that's not happening today. This kind of bill should worry every single business owner in this state. Because if this legislature can make it so difficult to comply with their version of what they think the law should look like and then put an entire industry out of business, they can do it to you too. Just because they don't like your industry. This is not based on facts because the facts don't comport with the heavy-handed mandates. It's pretty scary. I want to put a face, I guess you'll have to put the face on yourself by, through my description, of the people that this is going to affect in my hometown. Ki Kim and his wife, first generation immigrant Koreans, came to Skagit County probably 25 years ago, and Ki worked at the gas station, not his own business, but worked for a decade to afford to buy his own business, JJ Pond in Cedar Woolley. He owns a business, but he doesn't own the building. He has to make overhead on that building every month. It's a pawn shop, but they get by on firearm sales and firearm transfers, and they barely get by. I know because when I go in there to see him when we get home, they're huddled around a kerosene heater because they keep the heat down so they can afford to pay the utility bills. They aren't going to survive this. And I'm going to have to go and tell them that the people in Olympia didn't have the forethought to understand the effect that this was going to have upon them. And that's going to be a sad day for me. We are going to lose small businesses because they can't afford to pay those insurance costs if they can even get it. What happened two, three years ago when COVID hit, we closed down a lot of our small businesses. The big ones survived because they couldn't stay in business. My sister's restaurant was a victim of what happened there because they couldn't survive being shut down. I see this even now in farming. We passed legislation the last few years that make it more costly for us to do business in farms. We're losing our small farmers. What are we getting? We're getting bigger farms. We're losing them. What's going to happen here is the same thing. The requirements, the cost. We're going to lose small businesses. Businesses that feed their families. These people will have to find another job. Some way to take care of their families. But you know who's going to survive? Just like it did during COVID. Your big stores are gonna survive. It's not gonna hurt them. It's economies of scale. So who's gonna sell these firearms? Your big stores are going to. How, many, how much more do we have to do to get rid of small business in Washington State? That's exactly what we're doing. This bill will continue to do what happened. Some people think that this legislature is after the gun stores and putting onerous attempts on them in order to drive them out of business. These are small, uh, uh, small gun stores. We've talked about putting them out of business. We've talked about the impact on families. 
Why are we singling out this one type of organization, this one small business that does something that perhaps we don't like? We had, the other day, we had strip clubs come in here and, and advocate for rules on strip clubs. Perhaps I don't like strip clubs. Would we hold them to the same onerous regulations because we would target them because of this, a dislike of what they do? We're driving up the cost of operating businesses simply because someone has made the decision that this somehow has something to do with public safety while we release criminals out onto the street. This is an onerous burden on a single organization, and we already know that they're trying to, to coerce banks, for example, into not, not serving gun stores. What's next? Coercing the insurance companies not to issue these million dollar policies? This is an onerous burden. It's a targeting of a legitimate business. And this is a horrible piece of legislation. The Elephant in the Dome is the official podcast of the Washington State Senate Republican Caucus. I'm Tracy Ellis.